Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's talk was edited and adapted from Be Good to Yourself by Orson Sweat Martin, published in 1910. There are thousands of people in every field of life whose careers are most disappointing simply because they do not keep themselves in a physical and mental condition to do their best thing, the highest thing possible to them. I know people of middle age whose enthusiasm has long since petered out. Their work has become drudgery because they have not the energy enough to make it interesting. Their lack of physical vigor makes life a grind instead of a joy. Instead of advancing, some of them have even retrograded. Everywhere we see men and women who are capable of great things, but doing mediocre ones, because they have not enough vitality to push their way and overcome the obstacles in their path. It is so sad to see these devitalized people in every profession and occupation plodding along without spontaneity, buoyancy, or enthusiasm in their endeavor. It is everyone's sacred duty to keep themselves up to the highest possible standard, physically and mentally. Otherwise, you cannot deliver to the world the best that is in you. It is a positive sin to keep oneself in a depleted, run-down, exhausted state so that you cannot answer your life call. If you would make the most of yourself, cut away all of your vitality sappers. Get rid of everything which hampers and holds you back. Everything which wastes your energy cuts down your working capital. Get freedom for full expression at any cost. Do not drag about with you a body that is half dead through bad habits, 
which sap your vitality and drain off your life forces. Do not do anything or touch anything which will lower your vitality or lessen your chances of advancement. Always ask yourself, what is there in this thing that I am going to do which will add to my life work, increase my power, keep me in superb condition to do the best thing possible to me? There is nothing which pays greater dividends than self-investment, keeping yourself up to the standard by buttressing your health in every possible way and using the utmost care and exactitude in regimen, in work habits, and in life habits. In order to be well-balanced, self-poised, and broad-minded, one must have a great variety of experience. And for this, play is just as necessary as work. The person who is everlastingly working, who never gets time to play, to see their friends, to travel, or to go into the country, because they think time is too precious, that they must utilize every minute in practical work, is defeating the very purpose which they are trying to attain. There must be spontaneity, buoyancy, elasticity, and vivacity in your activities. Everyone who wishes to get the maximum of achievement out of life should know all nature's methods of rejuvenation. What a jaded mind requires is not so much absolute rest as freshness of view. For instance, let's say your mind, which you have been forcing to do things by sheer willpower, is weary or even completely exhausted. Go out in the country, where an entirely new set of faculties will come into play, and you will feel rested immediately. You may be just as active as you were before, but in a different way, for you will be using faculties which are fresh and eager for exercise, while those which were jaded from being driven are resting. New surroundings and activities have brought into action a new set of brain cells, while those which were exhausted have a chance to renew themselves. I dare say that everyone has, at some time, gone home from work weary, with brain foggy or muscles exhausted, discouraged, blue and irritable, when instead of sitting or lying down, you have chased away these distressing feelings and felt refreshed after playing with the children or the dog, or after passing a delightful evening with an old friend, whom you have not seen for many a year. This shows that it is not negative rest so much as change that we need after our day's work. Change of conditions, change of activities, the bringing into play of a new set of faculties, which have been lying dormant during the daily strain. The fun-loving or play faculties are generally regarded as not very essential to character or success, but we find that many in whom those faculties are atrophied from lack of use are either failures or cranks. 
There are certain of our faculties whose chief function seems to be to lubricate all the others and to keep the human machinery in perfect order. We do not use them directly in making a living, but indirectly they are of untold value. Bringing the social and humorous faculties into play, exercising the affections and indulging the love of fun, play an important part in restoring and preserving both mental and physical equilibrium. For example, music has a magic charm to put into tune the human instrument. It is a powerful tonic for many minds. Others are refreshed by reading certain books. I know people who are very much rested, no matter how tired they may have been before, by reading the invigorating thoughts of Emerson or other uplifting writers. Vigorous play, clean healthy fun, is a constant lubricator, a mental refreshener, a renewer, a rejuvenator. You must mix it with your work, or both yourself and your work will suffer. It is the monotony of their work which makes so many business and professional people age so rapidly. There is not enough variety in their lives. They do the same thing year in and year out, with very little change. The result is a one-sided development with overstimulation and exercise of some faculties and atrophy of others. There is nothing truer than all work and no play makes Jack and Jill a dull boy and girl. The person who is always grinding, who never relaxes, will ultimately become a nervous wreck, or else they will grow dull and narrow. Their social faculties will die. And finally, they will not be able to enjoy anything outside of the mechanical routine of their business. Neither will anybody enjoy their company. We were not made to be business or professional machines. To fulfill the object of our being, we must be an all-around, fully developed character. We ought to live, work, and play so that we will be at the top of our condition every day of the year. You will accomplish much more than you ever dreamed you could if you keep yourself perpetually in an after-vacation condition, and you can do this by the right use of your physical and mental forces. I know people who have so disciplined themselves in mental and physical rejuvenation through the exercise of their thoughts that they can throw off that tired feeling in a very few minutes by inviting and entertaining thoughts which invigorate, renew and refresh, harmonious thoughts which antidote all discord. Our mental attitude has everything to do with our feeling exhausted or fresh. It is your reserve, gathered during sleep and recreation, that gives buoyancy of mind spring and spontaneity to your intellect. Personal power is the aim of every sane ambition. We may not think about it in just that way, but whether we are bending our energies to make money, or to write books, to paint pictures, or to make machines, 
to win a position in the professional ranks, or to build up a big business. Whatever our immediate ambition is, our real aim is to do more and to be more. Increase of ability, increase of strength, increase of power to accomplish our aim is what we are all after. And there is no way of gaining this increase so effectively as the doing of everything that will perfect and preserve our health. Whatever else you do, husband your strength, save your vitality, hang on to it with the determination with which a drowning person seizes and clings to a bit of log at sea. Store up every bit of your physical force, for it is your achievement material, your character's timber. The individual who has no money is rich compared with the person who has squandered their vitality, thrown away their precious life energy. Gold is but dross compared with this, diamonds but rubbish. It is what you accomplish in a day, while leaving yourself a complete man or woman, with nerves unshattered, vitality unwasted by the wear and tear of the day's work. That really counts. You may crowd two days of work into today if you wish, but tomorrow you may be a physical bankrupt. We rob ourselves of more than we can ever compute by being miserly in the matter of health essentials, proper food, necessary rest, and refreshing recreation. Economize on anything else rather than on those things on which the very wellsprings of your being depend. Without health we can enjoy no fortune, honors or riches, and all other advantages are useless. Health is the pearl of great price, which can be secured only by right living. Many a millionaire who has bartered their health for millions sighs for what all their wealth cannot restore. No matter what your vocation or ambition may be, you cannot afford to spoil your chance of making your life a masterpiece by overcrowding it with work or withholding from it any of the essentials needed for the building of a healthy, vibrant personality. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.